Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. London is plagued by the presence of something more beast than man. The disfigured and murderous Mr. Hyde is the kind of person who respected lawyer Gabriel Utterson wants to avoid. But the monstrous Hyde has a hold on Utterson's friend, Dr. Jekyll, and Utterson will not stop until he finds out why. Welcome to AudioPie series for GCSE students on The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson. Published in 1886, it is perhaps Stevenson's most famous book and no doubt had a hand in Oscar Wilde describing him as a delightful master of delicate and fanciful prose. This series will guide you through everything you need to know about this classic of Victorian literature and help you to understand how best to approach it in your exams. To begin, we must first consider what type of a book Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is. We often define books by their genre, which denotes a certain style or category of writing. Genres often stand alone, but books often overlap and mingle the features of different genres, blending fantasy with romance or crime with horror. Whilst Dr. Jekyll is first and foremost a gothic horror story, it also features some elements of early science fiction and detective fiction, such as the use of documents and anecdotes to piece together a full picture, or the constant discussion of Jekyll's mysterious laboratory. More on that later. Gothic horror is a subgenre of Gothic fiction, which is often said to have originated in the 1760s with the works of Horace Walpole, whose Castle of Otranto first introduced us to literary examples of creepy castles and monstrous figures. The genre boomed in the 1800s with the publication of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, 1818, Edgar Allan Poe's The Fall of the House of Usher, 1835, and Bram Stoker's Dracula, 1897, to name but a few. Gothic writers feed on a reader's sense of terror to instill a powerful reaction in them. In a similar way to how romantic writers of the 18th century aimed to channel the sublime experience of being in nature into their poetry. In fact, the Gothic genre is considered by most to have emerged out of the powerful feelings of the Romantic movement. At their hearts, Romantic and Gothic writing aim to inspire deep feeling in their readers. The difference is that Romantic writing aims to create a sense of rapture. Whilst Gothic writing aims to terrify. The scholar Fred Botting suggests that Gothic fiction can be identified by supernatural possibility, mystery, magic, wonder, and monstrosity. Gothic writing, like all genres, has key themes which you should consider when analysing. In the case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you should keep your eyes peeled for the following. Duality of character and identity. The other. Animalism. Science versus religion. Let's go through them one at a time, starting with duality of character. 
Duality of character is the idea that we, as people, are capable of both good and evil. The curious case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde very obviously leans into this gothic theme, with Hyde himself being created by Jekyll's efforts to separate the two sides of himself. Of all the themes in the book, this is one of the largest. OK, what about The Other, then? What's that? The Other regularly appears in gothic writing as something that the reader or narrator considers different to themselves. Often, our reaction to The Other is to feel threatened. The Other often arises in gothic fiction in the form of the stranger, the monster or the foreigner. These persons challenge ideas of stability and normality and are often described in terrifying tones. Keep this in mind when encountering Mr Hyde. If you've studied romantic writing, this may sound familiar to you. Absolutely. You can draw parallels between the other and the sublime. Encountering either fills a person with feeling and awe and can be deeply unsettling. In the case of the other, however, its unknowable nature is upsetting rather than uplifting. Naturally, this makes it a perfect theme to explore in horror writing. In the novella, the fact that Jekyll's transformation cannot be explained, and indeed that the transformation from a civilised man of science into a more base and animal creature is at all possible, is a great example of using the other to create a sense of horror. It's interesting that you mention animals, because animalism is an important theme in the book as well. Yes, Animalism is a really important feature of the Gothic, and especially within Jekyll and Hyde. Animalism does not simply mean that there is a possible animal side to human nature, but rather that there is a repressed animalism within human nature. As humans, we are unable to comprehend the experience of animals, but at the same time, we recognise that we are biologically similar to them. Darwin's The Origin of Species had been published only seven years before Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was released. The idea that man had once been primitive and uncivilised was upsetting a lot of people. It is this mismatching of civilised man and a more basic, bestial nature that so interests Jekyll and leads him to experiment with separating the two sides of himself. His goal is to extract the beast within himself and leave only the civilised Victorian gentleman. In reality, the beastly Hyde takes over completely and Jekyll is lost. Jekyll's experiments blur the line between religion and science. The kind of research he's doing into human nature was at the time considered an area for the church rather than science. In the novella, this is illustrated by Dr. Lanyon, who has not spoken to Jekyll for ten years because he believes Jekyll's work to be wrong-minded. The role of Dr. Lanyon thus represents traditional scientific thinking, adhering at all times to rational thoughts and processes. Exactly. He is the voice of the rational Victorian reader. Saying that, of course, we cannot divide ourselves into good and evil – that is why he is so horrified when Jekyll transforms in front of him. He is confronted directly by the other, and his inability or refusal to understand what he sees is too much for him. All four of these themes are key in the curious case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Keep your eyes out for them as we move through the text. Consider how each character in the novella relates to these themes, and in turn, one another.
Thanks for listening. Next episode, we take a look at the context surrounding the strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and how this novella reflected and challenged Victorian thinking at the time. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.